Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. The private writings of the Saint of Calcutta, Chapter 4 continued. Section 7 The Blueprint of the New Order. Her answer to questions 7, 8, and 9 from the Archbishop of Calcutta. Whether it would not be more conducive to use a kind of association or sodality, whether it would not be more conducive to use a kind of association or sodality, for the life they would have to live, seculars would not be able to do it. For a work of continual self-forgetfulness and immolation for others, you need interior souls, burning with love for God and souls, pure souls who would see and seek God and the poor, free souls who would be able to sacrifice everything just for this one thing only, to bring a soul to God. The work will need much deep, fervent prayers and much penance. And all these people of an association will not be able to bring the work. And all these people of an association will not be able to bring to the work. And the work will not fulfill its aim to bring souls to God and God to souls. Question 8. The Possibilities of Success Our Lord says, Do not fear. I shall be with you always. Trust me lovingly. Trust me blindly. You know, Your Grace, the number and the need your poor have of a kind hand, how they leave their children to sin and spend their innocent lives in the streets. How many die without God, just because there was nobody to say one word about his mercy? The sufferings of their body make them forget the terrible sufferings their souls will have for all eternity. Why, our Lord himself says, how it hurts to see these poor children soiled with sin. They don't know me, so they don't want me. How I long to enter their holes, their dark, unhappy homes. Come, be their victim. In your immolation, in your love for me, they will see me, know me, want me. I don't know what the success will be, but if the missionaries of charity have brought joy to one unhappy home, made one innocent child from the street keep pure for Jesus, one dying person die in peace with God. Don't you think, Your Grace, it would be worthwhile offering everything for just that one, because that one would bring great joy to the heart of Jesus? Question 9. How would the sisters support themselves? My question. 
From the farm, they would be able to get most of their food. They will sell some and so buy the other things. As for the clothes, they will make toys and pictures and other handwork things, which will be sold, and with that money, get what is most necessary. We shall need very little, as we intend with the grace of God to keep absolute poverty in detail. And as we shall not have buildings of our own, we shall never need much cash. The sisters will also do all the housework, so they will need no servants. For the rest, or rather for all, I trust him. He will be with us, and when he is there, we shall need for nothing. One thing I request you, your grace, to give us all the spiritual help we need. If we have our Lord in the midst of us, with daily Mass and Holy Communion, I fear nothing for the sisters nor myself. He will look after us. But without him, I cannot be. I am helpless. Now I have told you all, pray for me. Your devoted child in J.C., Mary Teresa. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, child of Mary, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why was Mother Teresa so convinced that her sister's work, if it only helped one person, would be worth it? Why would she think that doing all of this sacrifice, getting all these sisters involved, if it only helped one person, would be worth it? Well, the first answer is that St. Paul himself said, the Son of God loved me and gave himself up for me. The Son of God loved me and gave himself up for me. In other words, St. Paul is saying that Jesus suffered for him in particular. And there's more joy in heaven, Jesus said, over one sinner, one sinner doing penance, than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. In other words, the kingdom of heaven is like a shepherd who loses one of his hundred sheep and goes to look for it. And when he finds it, he lays it on his shoulders and says to the people, rejoice with me. I have found that which was lost. Somehow, some way, each one of us and every single human person is the object of the love of Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd. And everything he suffered, he would have suffered if there was only one person to save. Now, remember what Mother Teresa has experienced. 
She's been given a share in the thirst of Jesus Christ on the cross. This is the particular grace that she's beginning to enter into. That what he thirsted for, what he felt, she in some degree is also experiencing and thirsting for. And just as Christ thirsted for each one of us, as though we were the only one that mattered to him, just as he would have done everything just to gain the one soul, the one lost sheep, so Mother Teresa is willing to do everything for that one person. But notice what she adds. She wants to give joy to the heart of Jesus. In other words, she's not doing this for herself, and she's not even fundamentally doing it for the person she's trying to save, although she is, that is important. What dominates her mind is Jesus. And what she wants to do is to do his will and give him joy. That's the most important thing in her life. And that's why she can say in all things, in everything else, I trust him. That's why if she has the Holy Eucharist, which is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ himself, if she has that in her house, and if she can receive communion, and if she can pray before the monstrance, and if she can offer up the holy victim with the priest every day in Mass, then she has great confidence because she has Jesus with her. And that is what she puts her confidence in because she knows how good he is and she knows how powerful he is. And so her goal is to help people love him and know him. And it's her sisters and their witness and their life, which Jesus told her will make other people see him and know him and want him. And so let us ask the Lord tonight to give us the grace to first and foremost want to belong to Jesus ourselves. If Jesus takes joy in having us close to him, then that has to mean first and foremost that you and I have to be close to him. We want to give him that joy ourselves. And out of our intimacy with him, out of our being close to him, out of our loving and knowing him and giving ourselves to him, slowly and surely, he will share his own thirst with us too. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.